Hello, happy Tuesday. It's April 2nd, which means we all, well, probably all, most of us, survived the most annoying day of the year. Fucking, whoa, that, I almost just said something horrible, but um, we survived April Fool's Day. And that's good because that day, I just, I wanted to eradicate it. I, I feel like a tyrant. Like, I, ju- I want it gone. Just do whatever you have to do so that we no longer have to do this. It's never, I've never seen something come out on April Fool's Day and thought, this is quite funny. I fucking hate pranks. I really do. I ju- I'm a jokey person. I, I just hate them. There's nothing about them that I feel joy towards. You guys get it. I could keep saying the same thing, but you get it, but I hate it. You get it. It's just like, even when I was a kid, I was like, I don't, let's be real with each other, you and me. Like, don't fucking try to prank me, you know? And I always thought it was sweet, though, when teachers would get pranked, and it was shit that obviously didn't get them, like the rubber snake on the desk, and they would act uh, scared by it. I was like, you're, you're a real good person, Mrs. Mulligan. Thank you so much. Like, that was sweet of you. You really lifted these kids' spirits. That was sweet. Like, I've always been old as shit, so... I was like, that's not, you, you, be, you being real nice about that. You, you didn't really think it was a snake. It just, oh, a snake happened to come in on April 1st? Grow the fuck up. Stupid. It's my, one of my relationships, our anniversary was actually April 1st, which was fitting because our whole relationship was a joke. No, but I hope he listens. But we ended up changing our anniversary to March 27th because we're like, hmm, this feels weird. Like, I I just, and we both hated pranks too. Like, I hate seeing couples that prank each other and they think that that is like the epitome of love. Like, I've seen ones where, um, I think it was the guy took his girlfriend's or his wife while she was asleep and attached the mattress to the truck and then like dragged it through the streets. Dude, I would have you arrested. No, I wouldn't even have you arrested. I'd have you burned at the stake. Like, I would make a weekend out of it. Like, I... Fuck never forgiving you. You would think I forgive you. And then I would have your children. And then three years later, I would fake the death of myself and our children. You would never recover. Eight years after that, after you've had a new family, I would come back into your life and I would go... April Fools, motherfucker. Like, don't ever try to prank me. Anyway, uh, but like, I like, like, I like sarcasm. I feel like sarcasm is like a boneless prank. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a taste of, I'm making you think one thing, but it's really another. But it's like sophisticated. It's like a prank with a top hat. You know, it's like, it's classy. Add a little class, throw a little class seasoning, and then I'll eat it. It's fucking stupid. And there's always the prank. The, like the, I think the most common prank every year is what? The I'm pregnant prank, right? And I don't think it's funny only because it's like, how, how many times can you do the same thing? You know? Like, switch it up. Like, I, I don't know. Like, whatever. But who did it? Th- oh, Justin Bieber did it this year. And, like, well, I don't even know why the fuck we also care about Justin Bieber. Like, it's fine, but he should no longer be mainstream. He, we should talk about him in the past tense, you know? But he did it, 
And then people got so upset. Like, why the fuck are we holding Justin Bieber to any sort of standard? Why? What the fuck has he done that's so wonderful that we hold him to any standard? Like, to me, he is a bull in a china shop. If he broke something, it's like, of fucking course he did. He's a bull in a china shop. What do we expect him to do? Fold the napkins in here? Fuck off. He's Justin Bieber. So he did this shit and then people get upset. I I can't understand it. I don't know if I'm just dense. I feel like I'm a very open-minded person. But when people get upset that someone faked a pregnancy for like three hours, why? Why? One, you didn't see this coming. Two, how does it affect you? Because people say that, you know, you can't have kids, so it's mean to, for someone to joke around about being able to have kids, and then they didn't actually have the kid. Like, I, I can't get my head around it. Like, you, okay, you can't have kids. Um, yeah, that sucks. Seriously, like, I guess if you want to have kids and you can't, you don't, you wouldn't really want to hear about anybody getting pregnant. But if you go on your feed one April Fool's morning and you see that everybody has a sonogram up, like, close your phone, come back tomorrow. What's the fucking problem? Like, it's not real. I don't get it. Like, so do you actually get upset every time someone gets pregnant? Or is it only that they're faking it? I just, I don't know. And it sounds shitty because I know some people really want to have kids, but no one on earth wants kids more than people who can't have kids no one is more hell-bent on having them than when you're told you can't have them i really think i'm not going to get real deep on you guys we're just we're going to swim around the three feet section of the pool for a second we're just gonna we're gonna doggy paddle we're not gonna dive in but i think that when people can't have kids it really makes them think about their own mortality and the fact that when they die they will leave no like none of their own lineage behind and they feel like nothing will be here reflecting them when they go. But even if you do have kids, it doesn't fucking matter because you're dead. You know, like when you die, you'll still be dead no matter who comes after you or who came out of you. You're dead. So you want more people to mourn you? You piece of guard. No, but like I get it because I'm a girl. I have a kid. My accident. But... I guess if someone told me I couldn't have kids, then that would be like my one mission in life. So I'm not going to say like I can relate because I can't. Could, but I can't. Try to empathize, but I can't. Because like, oh, oh, do you have a life of freedom? Oh, boo, oh. Like, okay, you can't have it. Move on to the next thing. Again, no one wants kids more than people who can't have them. So just, nah. It's like, I don't know. I see so many people that are like, oh, we, you know, this, you know, people can't have kids, so they don't want to see this. But like, that would be like me, Net, Neticus Von Jones, Nettie Vanderwoodson, Nettie me. I was going to come up with a lot more, but we only have so much time. Frank might have a movie to catch. Frank, don't you dare chime in. So, uh, I was going we, to. <laughs> I know. I see you moving. I got my eyes on you. So that would be like me as someone who had a kid at 19. That's right, 19. Teen mom. Holla. 
that'd be like me getting mad with the amount of people i've seen so many i don't even know countless is the word i've seen countless people when they turn 20 say that they beat teen pregnancy that was like every instagram caption caption when someone turned 20 it's like i beat teen pregnancy do i get my panties in a bunch no like is it rude to say not really even like it's a little it's kind of funny but like I could take that to heart because I clearly didn't beat it. I caught that shit. I had a baby. And I, you know, like, I've seen people get upset about that. And it's like, why? Like, it's not, it's not personal. You take it personally, but the world doesn't owe you shit. Listen to me. If you've learned anything from my podcast, the world doesn't owe you shit. It would be nice if things were nice all the time, but they're not. They're not, and you, you can voice your opinions, but a lot of the times, a lot of the times, a lot of the times, your opinion isn't important. And because people validate each other so much online with like likes and retweets and sharing posts, whatever, we think that we're right in what we're saying, but really you're being a soft little baby and then other little babies online with their pacifiers so like i agree with this i'm also hurt but be hurt quietly mourn quietly mourn for the life you don't have so sad a little bit little dark little bit that's what happens when i come in at night i come in with the energy of a mean vampire bitch can i help it no but whatever so um I think my coworker hates me. And it's been uh it's been uh it's been dawning on me. It's been really it's been a heavy weight on my thick quarterback shoulders. I know a lot of people don't like how much I use the word thick on here, but remember it's thick with a Q, like a soup, like a bisque. God, I hated that. I actually just made myself nauseous. <laughs> I gotta oof got warm in here. I got that taste in your mouth when you get nauseous. That's not ideal, but it is what it is. Uh, but what the fuck was I talking? Oh, yeah, I think my coworker hates me. He just, I don't know what happens. Like, one day something clicked in his mind where he was like, you and I, enemies. And I, I you guys know how badly I want an enemy. You know how much I want that for me. I've talked about that in great length on one of these podcast episodes, but I don't know where it is because I don't keep up with me. But I didn't want it to be him. It's just... It's like how, you know how in every anime ever, at some point in every episode during like a battle, they go, oh, impossible. Like, this can't, this is impossible. Like, how could this be? This should not be able to happen. That's how I felt. Like, I looked at him and I was like, impossible. Like, you and I, it was never to be this way. But now we must be enemies. And uh, it hurts my heart. I just, I, I wanted an enemy and I attracted the wrong kind of person. But I can, you know when you can just tell, and it's so bad because it's like you get a vibe off people, but you can't put it into words. Like, fuck. It's like when you taste something really good and someone's like, explain the taste. I'm like, no, no, because it's not, it's not Top Chef Junior. Like, I'm just, no, I'm not going to tell you what it tastes like. Like, it's like, I hate when they do that on those shows. They're like, I get a very, I get a very rich, woodsy taste from this cupcake. I'm like, how? What are you talking about? And then the next one is like, it's like a, it has a it has a musk like a twinge of lavender. I'm like these words are made up. I don't give a fuck. There's no way 
this cupcake is what you say it is. Like, please use words I understand. Like, this, people will be like, this, this cupcake, it's, uh, it's grisly, but soft. I'm like, you're just throwing any adjective you've ever heard at this poor cupcake. Stop. I also, I love watching cooking shows. I'm like a really fucked up person because I don't eat after six o'clock. So I'll watch cooking shows and I'm like, pretend I'm there and shit. And I look at it, I'm like, mm, cupcakes, I'm eating them too. Nom, nom, nom. But how fucking stupid is it at, as people that we watch cooking shows? I mean, essentially, the biggest thing with food is obviously eating it. Like, would we watch a show about scents? About smelling candles and stuff? Like, I really think at this point we would watch a show about some white woman and her spunky, bald-headed sidekick and they just go around sniffing shit and then describing it and then 45 minutes have passed you got a show that's this, i was watching a show where people um it was it was a, one of the worst shows i've ever seen i hated it immediately because if the two people that run the show like the two people that go around doing shit if they don't have good chemistry show's garbage okay so these two people i don't remember the name of the show but they like go around exploring weird unconventional houses like one bitch's house was um uh made out of airplane material by the way when i say the word bitch it's gender fluid she was the bitch who had the house could have been a male bitch Mm. and i love how that's actually not a gender fluid word like it (laughs) it literally does have a gender with it but anyway not on this podcast we have our own rules so uh they, they were doing this and then they just, they suck together so bad. It's like if you had your parents in a room and you just know your parents want to get divorced so badly, but they won't do it for the sake of the children and your parents are in a room and your mom breathes and your dad is like, are you fucking, we're going to start this early. We're really going to start this early. And then your dad later just like ties his own shoelaces and your mom's like, yeah, go cheat then. Go cheat on me. Because that's what you want to do. And you're like, whoa. um, Okay, I thought we were all going to go to the mall together. But I guess dad's cheating. And uh, you both want each other dead. So I'm very uncomfortable. Uh, I don't want to be here. That's how I felt watching the show. I was like, please get a divorce. Don't tour around the country looking at houses. Please split up forever. Never see each other again. Fight for my love. But whatever. Uh, It may not seem like it. But I've actually been meditating lately. I started this shit like uh, a fortnight ago. (laughs) I'm so smart. Like two weeks ago. And let me just say, meditating is the tits, bro. It's kind of my shit. Like I'm getting a little bit better at it. Because when I started off, I was really bad at it. Because the whole idea is thinking about nothing. And then I'm like, am I thinking about nothing correctly? I feel like I'm so bad at thinking about nothing. And I'm so like... I'm one of those people, I think most of us are, that I'm always in my own head, which is a stupid thing because that's essentially saying I'm, I'm a person that has thoughts. But I, I definitely am an introvert. And that's good for things like stand-up or my podcast because that means I can talk to myself for 45 minutes. I would be dope at solitary confinement. Seriously, like, if they had, like, MVP for solitary confinement, that would be me. I would get the ribbon. I'd be so good at it. But 
when it comes to other shit, like it's it's exhausting. So when you have to clear out your mind, it's nothing like the episode of SpongeBob, which is what I always think of, which is fucked up too. Because then I'm meditating. I'm like, <laughs> I should watch SpongeBob. But so I'm trying to like, you know, do that shit. And I try to do it every morning. So I wake up early as shit because my daughter is a wild card. She wakes up every morning at some point between 7.45 and 9.30. She's like a cable guy. Like there's no real window of when she's going to show up. But when she does, she comes in like a wrecking ball. Like she's such a loving, wonderful person, but she'll fling my door open and she's like, mom. And I'm like, oh my God, why are you like this in the morning? Very scary, very fierce, love the energy. So she comes into my room like Satan and I have to tend to her and I can't be like, hold on a second because mommy has to sit in one place and breathe. She's like, do that and I'll cut your hair. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I have to do it before she wakes up. So I've been waking up early and I have a this sound machine that I do. And then I just fucking sit and try to think about nothing. And I'm, I'm getting, I'm definitely getting better at it now. But I'm still like, I'm at the point where I see myself, like I'm chilling and I'm breathing and I'm just fucking vibing with me. And then I'm like, my body's like floating peacefully in a brook. And I'm just, I'm tranquil. I'm calm. I feel one with the universe. And I'm like, fuck, do we have eggs? And then I'm like, God damn me with my earthly responsibilities. I want to be a dope ass universal sentient being but instead i'm like no fuck we don't have eggs and i was really i wanted an omelet all we have is mushrooms and not even the saucy kind so now i gotta go to the grocery store when i was trying to be like one with the universe whatever i do think it's funny too like now i've been like consciously breathing throughout the day every now and then because i still have mom shit to do so i can't just stop and take a breath my daughter will just run. I'll just, and then that's it. So, but I've been trying, I've been trying, like, if I get a moment to do it, like, just take a breath and chill and do my shit. And it's weird and honestly annoying. And I know it's not meditative, but it's annoying how good stopping and breathing and just listening to your body for, like, 10 seconds makes you feel. Because it's like God or the universe, whoever the fuck you believe in, even if you believe in nothing, like that something made you and then it was like the best way to make your feel yourself feel better is to do the thing that you're already doing all day long. Like imagine consciously blinking and that makes you feel better. Just consciously breathing makes you feel better. Like God was like, I'm gonna make it simple and you bitches are gonna fuck it up. I just know it. And we're like, no, we're gonna be fine. And then we just don't do it. It's literally the easiest thing you could do. And we just don't do it. I will say this, though. Uh, I, someone, a comedian who I actually really like a lot, and I was at her show, and she made people, like, consciously take a breath. I don't remember why, but I was like, I'm out of here. Like, don't push your shit on me. Even if I already do it, don't make me sh- do shit that I already want to do. Because, you know, I got pit bull energy 100% of the time. Again, not like the Hispanic rapper, or singer, I'd say singer more so, artist, that's, <laughs> that's me being generous at Pitbull, like a, an animal, like Pitbull energy, like, oh my god, I have to edit that out, that was the worst growl sound <laughs> ever, 
Imagine pitbulls made this sound. No, seriously, like imagine a, a pitbull behind a fence. It's a dope fence too. It's like black and coily. And the pitbull's over there and it's looking at you and you're like, oh my God, no, like my friend lives here, pitbull. And <laughs> all I can see is pitbull, the artist. And then the, like, the little pitbull comes up to you and you're like, oh my God, don't bite me. Because there's a little hole in the fence and it can get past and it looks at you and goes, yeah. And you'd be like, oh dude, I don't even care if you rip me to shreds because you sound like a bitch. But yeah, I wish smaller animals, now that I'm thinking about it, I wish that they made really ferocious sounds. Like think about a hamster, but if it made the sounds of a grizzly bear. Like that, oh, I would just, I would eat that shit up. I would have a hamster, put it in my front pocket, carry that bitch everywhere. Of course, I would train it to understand that I am not to be growled at, but you must growl at the people around me. Because you are so small, it will look as if I am growling with the strength of a grizzly bear. But really quick note, I just, I hate words that have silent Gs in them. That's it. That's not my hot take of the week. That's just my, the inners. That's what meditating has taught me, to find what I don't like. Is that what it's supposed to be used for? No, of course not. Really quick sip break, friends. I have to smuggle water in here every time I do it and every time I get nervous. Nobody's ever called me out on it. It's been well over a year. Has it? Yeah, it has to have been. Oh, Frank, I think this is our 50th episode. Is it really? That's what someone told me. <laughs> um, and I was like, you don't say. And um, I don't know. I have. I, I should have come up with something fun for 50, but. Hmm. Are we really at 50? That's kind of crazy. That is crazy, right? Yeah. That makes me think of my own mortality. Okay. <laughs> Way to make it really, really, really dark. But uh, That's cool, right? Yeah. Long time. Awesome. I, I can't believe that. That's crazy. I can't do it right now because I have to sit. But Frank, if you could please imagine me doing perfectly, I might add, the dance from a high school musical. We're all in this together. It starts like this. We're all in this together. Once we know that we... And then I do that for three minutes straight. And I want you guys to feel that in your hearts. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I just thought about it just now. I don't know what made me think about that. Maybe because my new meditative brain is so smart. Even though I started this off like a dumbass with my uhs and uhs. I love how I said last week, too, like, I haven't been getting sick because I've been doing fasting, and I was so sick this weekend. It only lasted one day, though, so that you you know my immune system. It was like black ops and that shit. It was like, we're going we're gonna to come in. Like, my antibodies had armor on. Oh, my God, they look amazing. They all have six-packs, my little antibodies now. They used to be fat pieces of shit. They weren't pieces of shit because they were fat, and that's an important, important distinction. They were pieces of shit, and they also had to lose a little bit of weight. But one was not because of the other, okay? Remember that, antibodies. <laughs> Just in case my own antibodies listen to my podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, what's my hot take of the week this week? Uh, you know what? Here's two, unless I do one and then feel like I'm done. In which case, here's one. Uh, I don't like because I know I'm saying this because this has happened to me on more than one occasion. So it's my hot take of the week. Eventually, we will make music for this, but 
I'm so lazy that it rubs off on Frank because Frank is not lazy. But I have enough lazy energy to project onto other people. It's like my chakra, but the opposite of chakra. It's like I just if my chakra was jelly, I could throw it at you and you'd be like, fuck, now all I can think about is getting this horrible chakra jelly off me. I don't want to do anything else. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Uh, if I can do an anime laugh, that would make me happy, but I can't because I'm small and weak. So my hot take this week is I fucking hate when old men use this as a pickup line. Hey, do we not each other? No, the fuck we don't, Edgar. How the fuck would you know me? Look at me. <laughs> like, not look at me like that. Like, look at my youthful, vibrant skin. That's not, this doesn't have anything to do with me. That has to do with being 23 years old. You, where would we know each other? Oh, yeah, you know how we know each other? I took ballet lessons with your fucking kid, you creep. I'm your daughter's age. Grow the fuck up. God, get to your senior years already so you can be in an institution of elderliness. You just, you're three years away from your skin being the color gray. You have the audacity. Do we know each other? No, we don't know each other. Back up. Like, where, where would we realistically know each other from? Where? Unless you have stalked me. That is the only way because I am a young person. I don't do young people things, but here's what I do. I waited till I graduated high school, and since that day, I have spent every day inside my house. So either you, pedophilically, is that a word I just made up? In a pedophile-ish manner, met me in high school. I then went into hibernation, and you found me years later. That is the only way. And if there's any other way, it's like maybe we saw each other at, like, stop and shop or something. In which case, we should not have a conversation. I could see blood relatives in Stop and Shop, and I'll give them a swift head nod. Even if they live in another state, like, I'll see you on Thanksgiving. Bye. Have a good time. I'm not, I'm not a social butterfly. I'm not meant to be. Like, no, we don't know each other. Come up with a different pickup line. Like, if you came up to me, honestly, and you said, I have a secret, I would say, please take a seat. Like, give me something interesting. Don't do the whole, like, do we know each other? No, and you fucking know that we don't. You know why? Because I have an aggressive personality. I'm memorable sometimes in the worst ways. I always think I'm going to sneeze. I don't know what it is about this room. I have kissed the mic 12 times today. Like, I'm going to have to buy this mic an engagement ring. We are one. You and I, Mike. So meditating has taught me. All right. Um... Um, out? Frank, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Um, well, we were talking about us a little bit b b um, before. Us it. the movie. Us the movie, <laughs> correct. Not me and you. Frank and, and I want to establish each other while we're on the air right now. <laughs> but, yeah, so I I was asking you your thoughts on it. And Frank, like a smart, smart man, was like, we'll hold off. Because we never do that. Yeah. But. Okay, so you saw it because you did. didn't see Captain Marvel yet. Not yet. I'm okay. probably going to see it tonight yet Okay. after we leave here. Okay. Is that what you just took out your credit card for? Well, yeah. I was like thinking about if I should pay for it or not. Oh, okay. I was just like, Yeah, because if you see here, I wrote down your credit card number. No, don't look, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> just don't say it on there. <laughs> That'd be so funny if I was like, could you flip it over so I could see the code on the back? <laughs> but okay, so how was us? 
Um, okay, so this is the thing, right? So, so I the first time, like when I when I watched, I shouldn't say the first time I watched, I only watched it once. So when I first watched it, I was like, um, all right, that was kind of weird, you know, like I didn't okay. really understand. And it's one of those movies where once you look into the symbolism and all the things in it, it's like, wow, like this might have been like one of the best movies I've seen, like in a while yeah yeah it, there's a lot a lot a lot of symbolism in it but does any part of you feel like if i have to research a movie after then it didn't really hit it right i could understand what you mean by that mm-hmm. right but there, i don't know there's there's something about it that um makes you feel like i feel like you watch it and you feel like there's something that you're missing because because um I, I think the one criticism i would have of it is that it doesn't is it gonna explain, be a spoiler no, oh, no, no. Okay, it doesn't okay. explain exactly what's going on as well as I think that it could have. Okay. Like, yeah. there's all this stuff happening, but we're not really understanding why it's happening. We just know that it is, and it's not really explained that well. Is there any example you can give where that totally gives it away? No, 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 no. So, I mean, like... Everyone has seen the trailers for this. Right, right, yeah. So basically it's like, you know, th- these doppelgangers that are like attacking like the real people or whatever. Right. And it's just like there isn't really ever a solid explanation as to why they're doing it. I mean, there's hints here and there. You, you, you do hear a little bit of a backstory, but it's still there's still not an explanation of like why they are even that. Like why why are there doppelgangers? Why aren't they just people that are just out to just hurt other people? Now, you know? my question is, the doppelgangers, are they a family themselves? Or are they individually looking like the other people? Or you can't give that away? I, I could start getting into it, but it'll start being yeah, spoilers. I don't want to. No, no, no. It's okay. Because I don't want to give spoilers to anybody who will see it. Because I said, uh, I don't watch scary, scary movies. And right. you said it's not really that scary. Yeah. Well, then I might watch it because I really I hate being yeah. scared. It's not. It's not that scary. Like there, there's a couple times where it's just like, oh, like you, you think there's going to be jump scares and stuff like that. And like I was, you know, yeah. I, I'm not a big scary movie guy either. I'm no. like, I'll watch them here and there. But it, it was kind of just like, uh, did you watch Get Out? No, I still haven't seen it. I know what happens at this point, but I'm still going to watch it. Right, right, right. It's one of those things. So I'm at such a champagne problem part of my life as far as movies go, because I have so many things that I have to watch. That I don't, I don't have the time for right now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, imagine that being a real problem. It's really not. But so like, Get Out is definitely on the list. But it's one of those things I know I'm not going to forget about. There's certain shit, if I do not watch it now, I will never watch it. Yeah. So, it's really, the, Get Out is really, really good. That's what, as soon as, God, like, as soon as the movie came out, like, hours later, people were like, um, oh my God. <laughs> you know what my favorite thing, though, is... um. I went on Twitter and I even tweeted this. I was like, I've been on Twitter for eight minutes and all I can see is that people are really trying so hard to drag Jordan Peele because I think he said something along the lines of like a white man will never star in one of my movies. Uh Um, Yeah, good for you. (laughs) Because that was silently said throughout like Hollywood since it started. Yeah. Like, for the longest time, minority characters have only been included in movies to either be poked fun at or to be, like, the wise black best friend. Yeah. That's like, don't go there, man. Like, that's their whole line in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that he's openly saying it, I don't really feel like it's a problem. Like, do you feel like it's problematic to say that? No, I don't I don't feel like it is at all. I don't have right. a problem with it. I mean, um, 
it's it's just one of those things where like it'll like piss people off. I actually saw a couple of funny memes where it's like uh like it'll say white people like oh like if you want more minorities in movies then you should put more minorities in your own movies and then it's like Jordan Peele says I'm not putting white people in my movie and it's like the Pikachu where it's like yeah like shocked face like oh my god (laughs) yeah that's so funny i love that because it's like oh yeah if minorities want exactly what you said if they want minorities in movies then you make a movie and you cast minorities and then someone goes okay and then white people are like are you serious (laughs) that's so racist i love when i say white people too and people like but you are no i know i am (laughs) no i can i also say too i hate when i'm talking to someone it's a big pet peeve of mine and I'm telling a story. I'm a very animated person, obviously. And look at my hands. Like whenever I talk, I always look like I'm holding two bowls <laughs> and I'm spinning the bowls. But when I talk and I mention someone's race or ethnicity and then the social justice warrior comes up from the ground and they're like, why do you have to mention that? I'm like, um, because, bitch, imagery. I'm using descriptive language right. so that you have an image in your head because I'm a storyteller. Like what? I didn't say anything negative. Yeah. Like people will be like, "Oh, you? Why does that matter?" I'm like, "Um, I also included that they're tall. I told you the color shirt that they're wearing. Like, why does it matter if I say someone's ethnicity?" Roshay? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. That's a pet I, peeve of mine. I hate people that, that are kind of just like dive around the whole racing. Like, yeah, okay. Like, I can understand that there's times where you can have a conversation and like there's really no point in bringing up that a person a person's race. I understand that, but I'm also not blind. Like, let's be realistic yeah. here. Like, I'm also not blind to what's going on here. Like, w- you could talk about what someone's racist. It's Did you see? I was a Chappelle skit first, I believe. And then it was an Amy mm-hmm. Schumer skit where she was at a store. Hers was more recent, so I'll say hers. So she was at a store. And then one of the guys who I think it was a guy that was working in the store helped her out. And he was a black guy and he helped her. And then I think he was wearing a hat, too. So when she got to the checkout, there was another woman and she was black and she was like, did anybody help you today? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, well, who? And she goes, well, I didn't get his name. She's like, well, describe him. She's like, uh, he, um, well, uh, he was wearing a hat. And she's like, okay, we have like everybody here is wearing a hat. She's like, he might be wearing a vest. She's like, can you give me something else? She's like, uh, brown hair, brown eyes. She's like, yeah, it's pretty much everyone here. Like, can you give me anything else? She's like, um, and she just won't say it. And it, I don't even remember how it ends, but I remember it was so funny, too, because, I mean, like, people dragged her through the mud. Like, that's why I even know about it, because right. it was just, spe- uh, excuse me, a Chappelle skit first. Right, right, right. But he's done everything at this point. Yeah. How can you not copy him? But, I mean, don't, like, <laughs> <laughs> actively don't plagiarize things. But, all right, how long have I been talking for? We've been at it for 35 minutes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm still... Still a little congested. I shouldn't have bragged about not getting sick. That shit really backfired on me pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Really, like the next day. But I was fighting off viruses. And then, again, my daughter, she walks up to me. She just coughs at me. Like, just at me. Like a bark, but a cough. And I'm like, all right. I can feel it in my throat. Yeah, don't ever procreate, man. It's just, you can't travel and you get sick all the time. But she's the light of my life is what I have to say. All right, let's get out of here, Frank. I'm right. done. I'm done. I hope one day soon we can return to the day schedule. I feel um, unloved. And um, whatever, though. At least I get to do this. It's cool. So that's it. I'm going to talk to you guys next week. Next week, I'm going to bring the energy. Because this week, 
a little tired, a little sleepy, want to go home, want to go to bed. All I have to do is stop talking and I'll be able to do it. But now I feel like the Energized Bunny. Whatever. Hopefully Frank can go see his movie tonight, so I'm out of here. Okay, bye!